Hello and welcome to the Four Teachers Podcast. I'm Michaela Howard-Jones and this is the second episode in a series focusing on staff spiritual formation for teachers in Catholic schools. today's episode, James Meston sits down with three early career teachers, Caleb Brown and Todd Barden from St. Mark's College in Port Pirie, and Kylie Murphy from St. Joseph's School in Clare to talk about their experiences teaching in a Catholic school for the very first time and the Staff Spiritual Formation Team's Early Career Teachers Program. Was there a moment in your life where you could actually remember a time when you said, yes, I'm going to become a teacher, this is going to be what I'm going to do? Funnily enough... I always enjoyed school as a student and I thought perhaps it was something I'd be interested in. But then after high school, I thought, no, I'll just get a job and earn some money. And uh, I was working in admin in Crystal Brook in an office job and I just I got a bit bored with it and I'd always have these long, deep and meaningful conversations with my friend Max and he was actually at the time studying teaching. So he said, why don't you give this a go? I've got a free spot in my house coming up next year and you could live with me, we'd go to the same uni. And so that was the moment I thought, yep, I can do it. That's, And it was surprising it hadn't come to me sooner that that would, would that? be something that I could do. Was that? I don't know. I think uni always seemed a bit out of the question. For me, it was something maybe in year 10 I decided I didn't want to do, mm. you know, more study after high school and that sort of thing. Um, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It was um, just something, like I said, thinking about it more. Back to when I was in school myself, I just enjoyed the environment. And, um, Do you yeah, remember I think, what you enjoyed the most about school, if you could name one thing? Uh, well, it was probably spending time with my friends there, but the teachers, I suppose, had a positive impact on me. Um, you know, still thinking back to year three, that was when I learnt my times tables and learnt a lot of different spelling strategies, that sort of thing. So I, I guess it's a little cliche, but that was something I wanted to have an impact on other students as well as a teacher, so kind of repay the favour. Yeah, yeah. How about for you, Kylie? Do you remember, was there a moment when you made that decision? Uh, well, for me, coming in um, as a mature age student, I previously went to uni, uh, originally wanted to do journalism. All I wanted to do was work in the media in- industry, so I did advertising for... Oh, 13 years or something before having wow. children, um, but working at the local newspaper in Clare. And then um, once I got married, we tried to have kids and whatever, and then I decided something I'd always wanted to do was go to Cambodia, um, and I went over there and volunteered in a school. And that, for me, was just a realisation that I still love children, always have loved children, and just the impact you can make with children. So from there I came back. I've got a lot of friends who are teachers and they all just said, you've just got to do it. So kind of, I think I was 37 or 38 when I took the plunge and applied and did a um, postgrad. And yeah, here I am now, 41 and teaching. Right. So how did you find yourself in Cambodia and and in a school? Like how, that's not a place that people usually find themselves. Uh, Well, for me... um, we were having troubles conceiving, so because it was something I'd always wanted to do, I um, have got a friend in Clare who is actually Cambodian. Mm. Um, he owns the local chemist there, uh, Tim Siv, and he goes over to New Hope every year. And so, yeah, just through connections, there I was, spent a whole month there, and I didn't want to come home. Yeah, right. I guess um, the kids there, they 
they don't have anything and for me to be able to spend every day with them they were just so happy and to realize how um minimum amount of things they needed to be happy that for me just was so enlightening and yeah life-changing I guess that it you just I don't know we here live in such a consumerism society where we want 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 um my own children are like that and and yeah just uh I always talk kids if you're listening (laughs) (laughs) I always talk to um my own kids as well as the kids at school about that experience and only last week I was talking to them and again my girls said to me mum when when can we go there because we want to see it ourselves yeah wow just that yeah how about you Kayla what was the uh what was the moment when you said yeah I'm going to be a teacher I reckon I might have been around 16 17 I was Mm. very reluctant didn't like the idea of university whatsoever Um, and it probably showed at school, you know, I probably didn't apply myself the way I was supposed to. And what was your interests? Like, what sort of things were you interested in at school? Uh, or I at that very, age, I guess, then? I, I love my sport. Mm-hmm. I suppose being from a country town, that's the main thing you get to do. Yeah. Um, and have that sort of community with you. So sport was obviously a big part of my life growing up, and especially, like I said, in a community-based town. I only really wanted to go to university really late when they offered a new course at Flinders. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was lucky enough, I wanted to go down the human movement line and I reckon it might have been the last year we finished up our degree, we did a course where we got a chance to invite some neighbouring schools down for like an AFL tournament mm-hmm. and I think that time was the real time I got to teach young kids and be around them and, and just loved it from there. So if it's cliche to call it a spark or not, but that's probably yeah. the, the main gist and the main reason I sort of fell into the line of teaching. Have you, have you been at uh, a Catholic school the whole time you've been teaching or have you been to different schools? Uh, so I'm all Catholic ed. I actually went to St Mark's and I'm teaching here now, so I was yeah, an right. old scholar. How's that? Um, oh, it's, it was interesting walking through the doors for the first day and seeing all the teachers and I think I probably uh, called our principal Mr Hay. <laughs> I think he was quick to say, not just Greg now. Um, Is so it, it was, still weird? Do uh, you still have trouble? At times I'd probably catch myself and then... You know, it's really important. I think definitely it's the more I teach, the more I realise that, you know, we're not teachers 24-7. Yeah. We're people outside of this and outside of the school community as well. So, um, like I said, yeah, it was very, I suppose, confusing to start with and, you know, building those relationships and having those much more personal relationships with the teachers. Um, and now it just turned all personal. So... Uh, yeah, like I said, it was very, very confusing to start with and walk into, yeah. but I was very much welcomed with open arms and it was nice actually coming back to familiar faces, so yeah, it sort of set me off the right way. Kylie, have you, is, did you go to a Catholic school when you were younger? Uh, no, I didn't. I did all my schooling at Port Peronaria School. Okay. Um, so yeah, the Catholic um, system was quite new to me, but my children were already attending uh, St. Joe's and yeah, lucky enough to have got a position there. I mean, is there any observations that you've made about what makes Catholic schools different, essentially, from um, um, like non-religious schools, non-Catholic schools? I guess for me, I just love the um, core values. I, despite not going to a Catholic school, I still was brought up um, yeah, with a strong faith. And for me, that's what I want for my children. Obviously, Sunday schools and things aren't as strong as they used to be. So to be able to go to school and to you know learn all about um, our faith is 
yeah, really valuable for yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. Now, um, Todd, you're uh, here at St. Mark's Pirie. You're not on the campus that we're on now, the secondary campus. You're on the primary yep. campus. Can you tell me a little bit about what the school does in terms of um, uh, helping to enhance the Catholic identity of staff at the school? Is, is it something that, um, that the school makes a, a particular effort to do, do you think? Uh, yeah, at least a couple of times a year we'll have a faith formation. It would usually be at the start or the end of a term um, and there's usually a core focus to that um, which we can then apply in the classroom and bring in. And like you, we had a conversation earlier about um, trying to impact the children or how, how that would influence the students as mm. well. And so, and so how does that work? Is, is there a special effort made in terms of the way that staff are being formed to, to knowing that this is going to be passed on to the students in some way? Uh, yeah, there is. And, you know, sometimes at the end of the formation day, we'll have to formulate an activity or um, some sort of lesson plan that we can bring into the school. Um, can you tell me a little bit about um, stuff like you've got these formation days and things like that that occur? Is there anything that happens in a day-to-day way um, at the school that um, is really a part of staff's formation just in uh, yeah, in an everyday way? Well, in everyday way, I suppose, like similar or similar to other schools, always come together at the start of the week. Um, and that usually sets us off not only to probably inform teachers of what's necessarily happening for the week, mm-hmm. but it's a chance to be together and understand and sort of move forward and set out goals for the week and, you know, where we want to get to. Probably as we progress through the week as well, we have a lot of opportunities. We have a look at the Salesian House here, so on-site on-site boarding, and teachers often go down there and spend time with obviously the kids there and run prayers. We have our own staff weekly prayer as well. Um, that occurs every week, and that's usually just teachers putting their hands up to uh, all come together and sort of offer a time where we can be together in this sacred space and, um, I suppose, get that togetherness and well-being. Mm, yeah. <laughs> nice spots just straight through in the middle of the week anyway. I want to talk a little bit about this Early Career Teachers Program, the one that you guys all did together um, with the Staff Spiritual Formation Team. Um, uh, Kylie, can you tell me when you first heard about it and what your initial thoughts were when you were told? Uh, yeah, we just received an email inviting, um, there was a few of us at St. Joseph's uh, who were in early in our careers and um, it said one per school um, and myself and another girl actually both put in and were able to go, which was great. Um, but I think we were both a little bit unsure of what to expect. Looking back, I think um, we thought it'd be a lot more... Um, about teaching religion in our schools. I don't know if the boys felt the same, but um, but once I got there and we started at Julian, like, they were just great. Um, for me, it was a really um, reflective time mm. um, on myself and what I've been doing in the first year and a half of teaching. Um, so, yeah, it was different to what I expected, but probably much better than I expected. Yeah. Was there anything about it particularly that, that surprised you in particular? Uh, I guess just that whole – it was – very much focused on us, um, not so much the teaching side of things, um, more about what we do in our day-to-day life and how we take time for ourselves, especially being early career teachers, um, you know, juggling everything that we do, whether it be home life, families, etc. Um, just um, what I really took away was making sure you make time for yourself um, to have that spiritual time or reflective time, whatever it may be. 
anything that um, that happened over the course of the uh, of the program because it's a day and a night course. Um, anything that really stands out to you as, as something that you took away that was really valuable, Todd? Um, I think just the fact that we could be open and honest in where we were at. Um, because myself, I went to public schools, you know, as a student, and uh, it was nice in a way to be accepted for who you are and where you're at in your faith journey. So I guess what I took away from it was the fact that everyone is, you know, at a different stage and it's okay if you, yeah, if you're at a different stage in your faith journey. So, um, and we're all learning and there's always more to learn. So that's what I took away from it. Very similar. I just found it was a really, really special spot just to relate to other teachers. I mean, I'm probably the only teacher in a big group of friends that I had growing up. So, I couldn't really share a lot of or, you know, have people I could talk to that could really rebound off me and um, could understand my sort of point of view and perspective. So even just being in a space with people just with the same interests and passions and going through almost the same experiences as I was, Mm. um, it was really, I suppose, it was a relief and it was uplifting to know, yep, I might be struggling with certain things, but so are all the other people in the room. So, um, no, I thought, like I said, it was really special for me and just being able to relate to so many people so you did you find that uh you did go into it a little bit concerned about where you were going to be in position to other people that everyone else was going to be so far more down a faith journey road than you were was that your thought um oh, I, like i said i probably wasn't wasn't too sure on what to expect um but yeah it probably did cross my mind in fact that oh, there might be teachers that are more you know proficient there's more experienced teachers than me and I wouldn't really get a, a chance to speak my voice or you know really be able to relate to people who've gone through the same thing so at first I found yeah it was a probably a challenge and going into it probably wasn't as optimistic as a, about it as I should have been but mm. definitely as soon as I got there and hearing from multiple other teachers in the same position it was very um, I felt in the safe spot to yeah. talk about some of the stuff I did as well. There's probably a lot of teachers, I imagine, who, from what you guys are saying, would really benefit from doing something like this, but might be a little bit adamant to put up their hands to do it because they think, oh, you know, I'm early in the career, I should really be focusing on like pure teaching things and, and things that are going to like just improve my teaching practice. What would you say, I'll start with you, Kylie, what, what would you say to them um, now having seen from the other side what you might have gotten from this about what they might get from it? Um, I'd definitely say take the opportunity because like both boys have said, just that support um, and feeling accepted and on the same page as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was able to share their stories, were able to uh, reflect, able to um, offer support to each other as well as um, receive support. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just think it was a fantastic um, couple of days. Yeah. How about you, Todd? What do you think? Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Julian and Jacinta were really good at facilitating conversation that opened up that space to mm-hmm. talk and discuss uh, your experience. So yeah, um, like you said, I was a little hesitant just receiving an email, not sure what I was getting myself into, but it's something that I still reflect on now. Um, yeah? And, yeah. Um, Anything in particular that... that probably, uh, as mentioned before, just taking that time to, you know, um, not relax, but, yeah, having that rest and making sure you're your best self for your students. So finding that work-life balance... about you Caleb something that you'd recommend to others uh, yeah absolutely absolutely I would and 
like I said before, and probably mention on and harping on about now, but just the chance of being able to speak with people going through the same stuff as you know what you could be going through on a daily basis. It's I find it's very it's just a supportive way, and you know I'm probably speaking from my own experience. There's not a lot of opportunity to do that, especially if you get into a school with already a well-established and experienced group of teachers it's Mm. very hard to find the opportunity to do yeah I guess one of the great things about being a teacher early in your careers is that um you know there's 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 a lot of future in front of you about the 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 kind of teacher that you're hoping to become and the kind of things that you're wanting to do Kylie what for you like if if you could imagine your kind of your the, the 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 kind of teacher you'd ideally most like to be um, what would that person be like? Well, that's a tricky one. Um, I think just um, someone who can always relate to the children, always able to, um, you know, just connect um, with both the students as well as teachers. Um, I think it's really important that um, you have the support from staff as well as um, your whole team in your position. Um, I've been lucky enough that at St Joe's we have got a really good support network. Um, so maybe you know down the track I hope that I can you know incorporate that into my teaching practice in that I'll be able to help mentor those you know early career teachers coming through and so it's okay not to know everything (laughs) it doesn't matter how old you are or whatever it's okay you you can still ask for help you don't you're not expected to know everything and um, yeah just continue to grow my practice. Absolutely awesome. Caleb for you do you you see your career staying here at St Mark's like carrying on the journey? Um I would like to think so. Yeah. I, I really love this school and obviously got a really deep connection with it, obviously yeah. taking my schooling here as well um, and family in close area. So, um, look, I, I really, really love this school and I would like to see myself definitely, you know, when I picture the future, I can see myself here and um, it's a school I want to be at and see and continue to grow it. So, uh, in, in terms of maybe myself moving forward, or myself moving forward uh, definitely want to grow my own practice. I really pride myself on building those relationships with the kids and I want to continue to do that um, and then hopefully even further down the track I suppose like um, as I said is you know be a support to other teachers as well in saying that you know people feel comfortable coming to you to ask questions is sort of how I like to view myself anyway. Yeah I mean for you Todd what do you think would be the um, I guess the quality that that you admire most about teachers who who teach and teach well? Uh, just taking each child as an individual, you know, and considering what they need, what backgrounds they're from, um, and seeing them as like, and teaching to the whole child as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, just because perhaps they're not great at literacy, um, what are they, you know, interested in, or what do they find their strengths in, and help cultivate that? But I think it's a common theme. The relationships is something that, um, you know, thinking of my experience when I was a student at school, that's something that has still I guess resonated with me till today I find my favourite teachers were the ones I connected with um, and they taught me I guess life lessons not just classroom lessons For more content for teachers by teachers subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening right now and make sure you don't miss any new episodes coming very soon This podcast was produced by James Meston and me, Michaela Howard-Jones for ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thank you for joining me here today and we'll see you again soon for another episode.